Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. We are so blessed to have every single one of you in the sanctuary tonight. I am Rabbi Sidney Mintz from Congregation Emmanuel, and it is Jewish tradition every single day, the month of Elul, the month that precedes Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Jewish High Holy Days, to blow the shofar, the ram's horn, as a wake-up call. I think we've all had a wake-up call recently, and that's why we're here. But tonight, spiritually, we are waking up to one another and to what this city and this country needs so desperately, which is us. So please give me a tekiah. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. I'm Rabbi Beth Singer. You have no idea how much it means to us, to our Jewish community, to have every person here welcoming in the Jewish Sabbath together. A very special welcome to our many guests. We ask you to join us this Shabbat, not only to stand against hate groups, but to come together to work daily against anti-Semitism, every day against systemic racism, every day against Islamophobia, every day against measures that hurt any person, and especially any minority person. Welcoming the Shabbat with me are our friends, leaders of the Muslim community, leaders of the Catholic community, leaders of the Buddhist community, leaders of the Christian community. On the Sabbath, we come together to give thanks and to renew our spirits to do the holy work of loving our neighbors and fighting anti-Semitism, racism, and every form of bigotry. Stand here. Mm -hmm. Good evening. I'm Mark Andrus, the Bishop of the Episcopal Diocese of California. Uh, it's a great honor to be here. Um, I was mistakenly introduced as a rabbi in a meeting with the uh, mayor earlier this week. <laughs> and I, I'm happy to say that um, in, in my world, uh, many times Episcopalians are not considered Christian, so thank you uh, <laughs> so much. That's a great thing. I uh, come first and foremost to say thank you for the welcome that has been extended to me and the many, many guests who are not members here at Temple Emmanuel. It is a great honor to be invited into the Shabbat. The idea of rest and peace, the pause that is God's peace and God's rest, is an idea that Christians embrace as well. To enter into God's rest is one of the greatest desires of the Christian faith. And to be invited into Shabbat here, uh, into this rest, is to be invited into a trust in God. A God who, as one of our Anglican hymn writers said, is always calmly piercing evil's new disguises. We can trust that God does this, that there is no evil disguise that God will not pierce, and that if we follow God, we will be able to resist the evil that is in the world and overcome it. During the election, uh, I said at one point in a, a difficult uh, and important meeting that this was a 1939 moment. And I take that back. It is not a 1939 moment because we have learned. We have learned from 1939. We will never let the Jews the LGBT community, women, people of color, people of poverty, any, any group that is targeted by a majority or by a hate group, we will never again not resist that.
Good evening. I'm Salvatore Corleone, the Archbishop of the Catholic Archdiocese of San Francisco here. I wish to repeat my profound thanks that uh, Bishop Andrus already gave to uh, the singers and this uh, Temple Emmanuel for hosting us this evening and what I sincerely believe has to be our, our reaction to the increasing moral as well as physical violence we're experiencing in our, in our country. Uh, violence only begets violence. As people of faith, this exa is exactly our response and what we need to do. To come together as people of faith, to respond with love, to respond with prayer, and to recognize evil and hatred where it exists, and bear witness to the love of God and to the goodness that comes from a life of faith. Thank you again for hosting us this evening, and let us continue in our prayer this evening. Let us continue to stand together with locked arms that we might bear witness to the goodness of standing together in unity and faith and love. Amen. Shalom. Salam. Salam. While I don't hold the titles of my esteemed co-panelists, um, I am the executive director of an organization that is well respected in the national American Muslim community, which is viewed by Muslims as the representative of, of Muslims in Islam and interfaith work. And so in this capacity, I'm here to state without hesitation, without equivocation, that the American Muslim community stands with you against against anti-Semitism, against hate, and against bigotry. While we may have some differences on one issue that is not insignificant, that difference requires us to get more in relationship with one another, not to keep ourselves apart. And that difference does not and should not supersede our shared humanity, our shared values of compassion and mercy for one another. I am ready, along with my co-religionists, to wear the Star of David and declare myself a Jew in the face of anti-Semitism. I'm already a marked person wearing hijab in this political climate as a Muslim. But even so, and I speak for many Muslims that watched with horror what we saw in Charlottesville, and to say we are Jewish today, standing against this nonsense, against this hatred against Jews, which is, was shocking to all of us. Please know that the Muslim community stands with you in solidarity against all forms of hate. Thank you. Well, good evening. It's a real honor to be part of this special gathering here this, this evening that, in my view, is to celebrate the spirit that enlivens all of us, that has no monopoly in any faith tradition, any culture, any race, and so forth. I happen to be part of what might be identified as the non-Abrahamic part of our community. But I think we're cousins. <laughs> because we share this earth, this world. And that basically is how, in my perspective, tradition is to appreciate the fact that we all exist interdependently. We are all one. And that's what I join you here this evening in what I call a spirit of aloha. Aloha. The acronym I use for aloha is actively living open-hearted awareness. And that is to come alive, or as Rabbi Beth mentioned, you know, the wake-up call, because that's the whole idea of Buddhism is to wake up. 
to realize the truth of our oneness, and that is the spirit of being alive, A-L-I-V-E, aware, loving, inspired, valued, engaged. So with that thought, I'd like to close with this quote by a Reverend Dr. Howard Thurman, who I read was a spiritual mentor to Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., in which he is quoted as saying, don't ask yourself what the world needs, ask yourself what makes you come alive, and go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive, A-L-I-V-E, aware, loving, inspired, valued, engaged. So with that reflection, I would like to conclude this, or begin this gathering actually, with a moment of reflection, introspection, prayer, meditation, within our tradition is guided by a meditative bell we call the inking, the drawing bell that draws us in, inward, to sense that inner peace, the heart of our being that we all share in common. This is a Shabbat service, a Sabbath service, but it's an interfaith service. It's a service for people who don't believe in holiness the way we do, but who believe in justice and hope and that this can be a better America. We'd say tzedek, tzedek, tir doph in the Torah reading, the biblical reading this week. Justice, justice shall you pursue. You have to work hard. You have to find partners to pursue justice and change and bring hope and show those haters that they're a tiny group and that we are America. And so to exemplify that, we want to invite any organizational leader, the head of the organizations, to light a candle and say which organization you're from or any uh, clergy or pastor to come up and say your name, your organization, your church, your house of worship, and light a candle, and then when we run out of candles, just smile, but please come on. <laughs> Leave the big ones for the bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. <laughs> Malcolm Young, Grace Cathedral. I light this candle for peace, justice, and humility. Victor Kazanjan from the United Religions Initiative, where we bring people of all religions together to build bridges of connection and compassion and create cultures of peace, justice, and healing. Joel Landau, Adath Israel Congregation. And I light this candle symbolically, hoping that the light that this gathering sheds on San Francisco and elsewhere will be a major impact. Bishop Ernest Jackson, Grace Tabernacle, San Francisco. I light this candle as a reminder that justice is not silent, but it speaks out. It speaks to those who would hate and let them know that there is love. from San Francisco Zen Center, and I light this candle 
so that we remember how interconnected we are with each being on this earth and with the planet itself. I'm Rabbi Camille Angel, and I teach at the University of San Francisco. And I light this candle to remind myself and all of us with privilege that with that privilege, we must dismantle the systems that hold in place racism, homophobia, transphobia, and bigotry against all people. I'm Father John Kirkley, the rector at St. James Episcopal Church, and I light this candle in gratitude for the bonds of affection and respect that unite us in our common work. I'm Maggie Oman Shannon, Minister of Unity Spiritual Center of San Francisco, and I like this candle for love and justice for all, for peace, for unity. I'm Ayanna Moore from Plymouth United Church of Christ in Oakland and St. James Episcopal Church, and I like this candle for mothers everywhere who desire peace for our children all over San Francisco and all over the world. Rabbi Oren Postrel from Shir Chadash in Los Gatos, and I bring you greetings of peace and cooperation and love from California Interfaith Power and Light. I'm Rabbi Jessica Kirshner, representing the Union for Reform Judaism and the new executive director of Hillel at Stanford. And I light this candle in the spirit of Dr. King's teaching that justice is love in action. I'm Rabbi Aubrey Glazer from Congregation Beth Shalom. And I light this candle to light the hearts of all God lovers and all those who want to bring peace and a unified fourfold song to redeem the world now to San Francisco and to the entire world. Me llamo Deborah Alvarez Rodriguez. I'm the Reverend, the new pastor at Jones Memorial United Methodist Church here in San Francisco. And I light this candle for all of us who have journeyed to a place of love and justice and togetherness. I'm Victor Floyd from Calvary Presbyterian Church, USA, and also a Metropolitan Community Church minister. And I like this candle because I've walked too long in the light of God to turn back now. I'm Ron Kobata, resident minister at the Buddhist Church of San Francisco. And I've lit this candle for peace, justice, harmony, and oneness, because it's better to write, light one little candle and to curse the darkness. I'm Reverend Jay Williams, and I stand with my colleagues, uh, Reverend Angela Brown and Reverend Theon Johnson III. Uh, we're the pastoral team at Glide, and uh, we believe uh, in the power of unconditional love to transform the world, and we believe that uh, justice is love with its work clothes on. I'm Vanessa Southern. I'm the new senior minister at the First Unitarian Universalist Society of San Francisco, perhaps the newest member of clergy in this group, slightly beating out Reverend Williams from uh, Glide. And they tell me that this city had a summer of love 50 years ago, but I don't think it's ever ended. Seems like love is a verb in this city and very active indeed, so God bless us all in this work. I'm Reverend Mary Carter Green from Grace Cathedral, here with my colleague. Mark Stanger from Grace Cathedral. I, stand, I light my candle for Tikkun Olam. I light my candle in lament for every time I benefited from white male privilege and did not express humility and gratitude. In Episcopal Church, San Francisco, I light this candle as a prayer for peace with justice. Maggie Henderson, Pastor Old, First Presbyterian Church. I light the candle for passion. 
that moves me out of my sermon and move me out of my pews that I would act like God would be pleased to know me. I'm Pastor Elizabeth Eckdale of St. Mark's Lutheran Church. On behalf of our community, I light the candle in the pursuit of justice, and the pursuit of justice includes persistence, resistance, and vigilance. Hi, I'm Ellen Clark King, yet another from Grace Cathedral, and I light this candle for Tikkun Olam, for the healing of the world. I'm Linda Kalinowski, and I represent Shalom Bait, which means peace in the home. It's an agency that addresses domestic violence in the, in the Jewish community and the greater community, too. That's because we believe that peace begins in home. And I light this candle um, in the hopes that we will live in a world one day where no person, no nation, no community will exert power or control over another. I'm Bill Justice, Auxiliary Bishop of the Arch Roman Catholic Archdiocese in San Francisco. I light this candle that we might really open our hearts so large that we hear and live the real meaning of shalom. We follow God's call to justice. I'm Bob Phillips from the Baha'i community of San Francisco. And I like this candle in the spirit of this quote from the Baha'i writings. O son of spirit, the best beloved of all things in my sight is justice. Turn not away therefrom if thou desirest me. Good evening. I am Deacon Tim Smith from St. Mary the Virgin Episcopal Church. We are a neighboring faith community here to uh, Congregation Emmanuel. And I pray for neighborhoods without boundaries, where we can live together and love together as a single community. My name is Michael Pappas, and I have the privilege and honor of representing the San Francisco Interfaith Council here this evening. I lit my candle in thanksgiving for all of those who lit candles this evening because together they create the beautiful mosaic of the richness of our communities of faith in San Francisco and the witness they are showing, especially today, when we shine light and put down hate.
honored to invite the Krim family to come join us in lighting the Shabbat candles on page 120, 120 in your Sidarim, in your prayer book. Can't think of anything more hopeful than a burgeoning young man in our community teaching us and affirming his identity. We are excited to celebrate Brandon's bar mitzvah, which he recently had in Israel on our congregational trip. And I know you're joined by many of your fellow travelers. So join us as we light the candles. Baruch on the Bima as we turn the page on 123 for the Kiddush, for the blessing over the wine. I also want to remind everyone that there's child care just across the courtyard. <laughs> up to you, up to you. I love seeing lots of little people, but if you lose it, you can join us in child care. And if you need a distraction, we have busy bags filled with lots of activities to uh, keep you, keep you focused on our service tonight. We join together. Please rise on page 123 for the blessing over the wine. Introduce yourself to someone you don't know to stay standing and find a neighbor and say Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> that was amazing. That is very brave, Brandon, and you did it. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom. On page 146, if you have 
book. It's the number inside the bracket. If you have a thicker prayer book, it should be easy. There is just one number. And it's my honor to invite Pastor Elizabeth Eckdale to lead us in our call to worship. Thank you. I was asked to share why I am here this evening, and I want to share that I'm here, and the community of which I serve, St. Mark's Lutheran Church, is here to pray with our interfaith community. Embodying what the prophet Isaiah describes, a house of prayer for all peoples. The beauty and diversity of all the creeds, all the traditions represented tonight is what God envisions for this sacred house of prayer. And so tonight we pray together as one community, gathering all of the prayers of the people, all of our hopes, and all of our yearnings into our call to worship. Let us pray. And we refer to number two in our song handout. The good news, it's also number three in your handout.
As we turn to page 152, I'm Rabbi Glazer from CBS and very honored to be here to draw down more of that chesed, that unbridled love and compassion that turns into ahava. And ahava is the love that we share with each other. And the prayer that we're going to recite in a moment together called the Shema is a call for our hearts to listen. And if you notice, there are two references to God's name. It's the secret name, which is the secret of love. On 152, it's the last four-letter word that you see printed Yud and He and Vav and He, and it repeats again on the left-hand side, the second last word. It's Rav Kook's yard site who was the first rabbi of uh, Eretz Yisrael today, and he taught that the Shema is a fourfold song, that the song of our hearts is a fourfold song. We're going to take four breaths, and which each, with each of those breaths, those inhalations and exhalations, we're going to focus on one letter of that name that joins us together. We're going to move the first breath, this inhalation, together, please join me. It's for our individual souls. And we exhale. The second breath, we inhale, focusing on the love that extends from us as individual souls to a community, our individual communities. The third breath, we inhale to focus in the love that binds our communities to our great nation of America. And the fourth breath, the longest Neshima Amuka will take that inhalation that joins our love of the country to all sentient beings together. And we exhale the aroma of infinity that is the love of the Shema. We rise, as is the practice here, to honor this prayer of the Shema, page 152. Shema. Welcome our representative Scott Wiener. Thank you, Rabbi. 
Well, good evening and Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Uh, first of all, uh, I want to say what a deep honor it is, particularly at this moment in time, uh, to represent this community uh, in the California State Senate. And I know that my colleagues, Assembly Members Chu and Ting, who are here uh, to support us, feel the same way. We are so lucky to be in San Francisco. Uh, so I am a gay Jewish man, or a Jewish gay man. I don't, I'll have to think about which, which, one, which one that is, uh, deep thinking. Um, and so I come from two communities uh, where we never quite feel safe. We never quite know what's going to happen. Uh, we know that the Jewish community, we have an ancient history for thousands of years of finding a country and thinking that everything is just fine and we're integrated and we are fully part of the community. Uh, and then they either slaughter us, expel us, or put us in a ghetto. Uh, and in the LGBT community, every time we think we're making progress, there's a backlash. And um, we saw that in the 1980s, we've seen it more recently. In this country, we have worked so hard over the last 100 plus years to take the hatred, and the bigotry, the white supremacy, the anti-Semitism, the misogyny, and to piece by piece put it into a box and close the lid on that box and put that box bury it somewhere and move on to a brighter future. We had a lot of work to do, but we were making progress. And then something happened last year, I don't want to get partisan in shul, uh, and that box was opened up, that Pandora's box, and everything came out. And it is a scary time today. I have seen things and heard things today that my father told me about when I was a child about what it was like, what his parents and grandparents had told them what it was like in Eastern Europe with the pogroms uh, before they left. I never thought ever in my lifetime that I would see and hear some of the things that we are seeing and hearing today, including from political leaders. But here we are in the most amazing city and region on the face of the planet where we... where if the resistance and pushback isn't going to start here, it's not going to start anywhere. And I know that we as a community are going to pull together and our values are going to win because we are right. And I look forward to that. So have a wonderful Shabbat, everyone. Thank you. Page 158. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom over me. And before I be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave and go home. 
blessing for healing on page 161. Let there be love and understanding among us. Let peace and friendship be our shelter from life's storms. Let there be love and understanding among us. Let peace and friendship be our shelter from life's storms. With this blessing, we call love and understanding into being creators like God, each of us a world of justice and possibility. Healers, each of us, of a sick and wounded country. Dreamers, each of us, of the way things ought to be. We call down that love and that justice, humanity, as we link those creators, those healers, those dreamers among us who are in need of healing themselves. We think of those that are ill in body, mind, or spirit, and we include them in our prayers on this Shabbat. As my arm passes across the congregation, please share names of those who you are thinking of so that we may include them in our prayers tonight. May the God who blessed all human ancestors, God of Muslims and Christians and Buddhists and Jews, God of Kol Yoshevei Tevel, of all those who dwell on earth, Yivarech et HaCholim, heal those who are ill. May they and their caretakers feel the love and determination of this holy congregation. May the healing of these individuals be a reflection of the healing for our world that we seek. And may each of us use what strength and vitality we are blessed with to continue your awesome and holy work of creation. Together we say, Amen. Amen. Let there be love and understanding among us. Let peace and friendship be our shelter from life's storm. Let there be love and understanding among us. Let peace and friendship be our shelter from life's storms. Let there be peace and love and friendship among us. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Uh, biblical scholar and theologian Walter Rauschenbusch, or Walter Brueggemann actually, uh, said that Sabbath is resistance. Sabbath is resistance. The very act of us being present in this place together as one is an act of standing against the powers that seek to enslave us, to hold us back, to take captive of our time and our energy, our vitality, and our life as friends and family. So we gather on this Shabbat as an act of resistance in pursuit of love and justice and a peace that will transform the world. We are here together because we believe in something that is greater, more righteous, that we cling to each and every day. And in the face of hatred and evil, we must be reminded that when these things rise up, yes, we gather together, but we also have to gather together on Monday when those who sought to come into our city and to a witness to hatred go home, we must still speak to love. 
we must still unite and gather together for Shabbat in the days to come and proclaim the peace that will unite us, remembering that justice indeed will prevail. Amen. 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 We're on page 160 for the Hebrew, and in your program, it's song number four, prayer number four. Hashkivenu Adonai Eloheinu Leshalom, Leshalom, Vehaamidenu Shomreinu Good evening. I'm Danny Grossman. I'm the CEO of the Jewish Community Federation and Endowment Fund. Prime Minister, the founding Prime Minister of Singapore, Lee Kuan Yew, once famously said, if we don't have calluses on our heart, we'll bleed to death. Well, if that's true, then I say let it bleed, because my heart is full tonight and it's wide open. And my new friend behind me gave, gave a name to it tonight, Sean. He called it paradise. He said, what we're feeling right here, right now, it's paradise. It's my privilege and my pleasure to represent the organizations that co-sponsored this event. Although, honestly, I feel like every single person here is a co-sponsor, and I want you to know that. <clears throat> With us here are Hallie Barron, the Associate Director of the Jewish Community Relations Council, Marcy Glazer, hiding behind this talit, the CEO of the San Francisco Jewish Community Center, and Michael Papas, the Executive Director of the Interfaith Council of San Francisco. Tonight, we've all come together to embrace justice, respect for one another, inclusivity, and we came to oppose hatred and bigotry of all its forms, in all its forms. So it seems fitting that we quote from Isaiah tonight in this magnificent house of worship, chapter 59, verse 8. Without peace, there will be no justice. And without justice, there will be no peace. We are spreading above us and above all of you this talit, this Jewish prayer shawl, as a canopy of peace to embrace us and envelop us. And we wanted to make sure in our big tent, symbolized by our talit, to recognize all of the elected officials who have joined us here this evening because it is such an important thing that you have come together with us tonight. State Senator Scott Weiner, who you just heard from, 
Assemblymember Phil Ting, Assemblymember David Chu, Public Defender Jeff Hadachi, Supervisor Jeff Sheehy, San Francisco District